Hello, and welcome back to The Rainbow Chaser, Colorful Tales of a Struggling Actor. I'm Terry Power, and today I'm going to be reading uh, episode 9, sharing a story about uh, what it is like to be uh, in the industry and in a different type of job than our previous episode, which was uh, me working as a makeup artist at uh, Showgirls, an exotic dance club. Uh, yes. So, I'm going to begin with this one and just say that I have a little dog. You may hear tippy-tapping in the background. Little dogs don't seem to know how to be quiet when we're recording podcasts. <laughs> I do apologize for her. And someday I am going to talk to you about little dogs versus big dogs. And uh, particularly because I had another little dog who was a registered performing animal. And uh, and, and the experience of that, of acting with your pet. <laughs> um, okay. And I had a cat, too. I actually had a cat that was a, a performing animal as well. So I do have these uh, these stories to share. Uh, this one, this episode though, episode 9, is called uh, Characters Kids Love. Coming through Backstage West, looking for acting jobs to send my headshots and resumes to, to be considered. I stumbled across an ad for a company looking for birthday party entertainers. Ah, the pay was about $30 per hour, and the work was primarily part-time and on weekends, so that worked perfectly with my schedule as a background artist. I applied and was hired almost immediately. The company had quite a few satellite stores, but training was in a small warehouse in West L.A. I turned up on the first day of training, not sure what to expect. After I checked in at the front desk, I was escorted to the main storage room of the facility. There was a long table in the middle of the room, and surrounding the table and covering the walls was every conceivable storage box, clothes hanger, and, and hooks you could imagine. The walls were just lined with it, and everywhere around us were costumes and props, wigs and hats, party favors, treats, and toys. It was incredibly impressive, and I could have spent days just having a ball, going through the boxes and the costumes and playing with all of the toys. Sitting at the table, there were um, other trainees, new hires, and they were all actors like me, eager to have a gig that paid money and didn't request that you take your clothes off or sell your soul. The first actor I met at Characters Kids Love, that was the name of the company. Oops, I have revealed it. <laughs> but, uh, he would become a very significant player in my life. And our friendship would last across continents and decades. In fact, I am still friends with him to this day. And his name was, and I'm gonna change it, Will. Uh, much like myself, 
Will was an actor that had moved to Los Angeles in pursuit of his dream. Uh, he was a bit older than me, looked like, I would say, a young Robin Williams, um, kind of from the Mork and Mindy era, and had been recently divorced. I had moved to LA from Ohio. You heard about that journey across the United States. It did not go so well. And he had moved around the same time from Indiana, the next state over. We had both pursued uh, master's degrees in performance, and we had both left those programs. Um, I had started, you see, a performance art degree in Ohio, at Ohio State, but I ended up leaving the program. This is just a totally side note about it. I ended up leaving the program when the director of the course just got really uh, negative and very personal with me uh, and used this kind of personal information in some of my uh, views. I didn't want to be part of that, so I ended up leaving that program, which is probably all for the best anyway, um, and then headed to uh, Los Angeles, and that's about when I moved to Los Angeles. Now, Will had also left his master's degree course uh, on account of his, his breakup with his ex and um, and really just had the, the biggest piece, which was the dissertation, to, to complete. Uh, and so that was a little bit hanging over him when we had met at that time. We just seemed to be nursing similar wounds and we had some of the same experiences, both in terms of our personal life and our professional life. And we also had similar dreams. So we immediately bonded. Over the course of a few training days, we learned all about the company, about the characters we would most likely play, and about how to run a party in character and the skills that we would need to orchestrate some of the key deliverables the company promised for every party. Now these included face painting, storytelling, balloon animals. Yes, that's right. We would make the balloon animals and we learned how to do it. <laughs> and uh, conducting magic tricks. Just simple but fun little magic tricks. Will and I had so much fun practicing with each other. And by the end of the training, we had swapped numbers and were meeting for working lunches in which we just cheered each other on. We shared audition information and had lots of fun just learning about each other's lives. As serendipity would have it, Will and I were booked as characters for the same very first party. We laughed when we got the call from our manager and, uh, and traveled together to get our assignment and costumes at the main warehouse. The party was to take place over two hours at a mansion in Beverly Hills. It was for an eight-year-old girl named Paige. And it was Sesame Street themed. Will would play Cookie Monster I was to be Elmo. We were told that we didn't have to worry about payment and all of the, you know, 
logistics of the party because all those of those would be handled by the third actor that was to attend who was a seasoned characters kids love player and he would be playing the role of big bird we were told don't worry about anything at this party just follow his lead you'll just support him and have fun with the kids we were relieved because we were so nervous about hosting our very first party, especially in our full body suits with very, very little visibility through the heads that we had to wear. So Will and I went to the warehouse. We stacked up on all our supplies, the balloons, face paints, treats and toys. And then we lugged our costumes to Will's car. We followed the A to Z LA map. Oh, this is totally before SatNav. <laughs> to the location. We were good at it. We were actors, so we knew how to read a map. And we parked about a block away from the house, which was the normal routine. We could hear all the children and the commotion of the birthday fun. And uh, we would make sure that we were around the corner then we would dress on the street so nobody would see us unless you were passing by on that particular street around the corner. And then uh, we would lug our sacks of supplies and in costume travel up the street to the party. When we arrived at the house, we walked up the driveway knowing full well that there were lots of children because you could hear them. You could hear them all the way around the block. When we got to the front door, a woman opened it just even before we could knock and the, some of the children spied us and they went nuts. We were like celebrities and we were just surrounded and then escorted through this very large home to the back grassy area they had all set up by the pool. Oh, it was a joyful time. We had lots of puddles and photographs snapped of us, and we were introduced to Paige, the birthday girl. She grabbed our hands and ran us all around the tables that had been set up, and then to the bouncy castle that the family had erected for the event. <laughs> There we were, escorted into the bouncy castle, bouncing around with the children, completely dressed head to toe as characters Cookie Monster and Elmo. And I'm like, step bounce! You know, I'm there I am, <laughs> playing my part. Ah. And I realized that it was a hot day, and I was starting to become a sweaty mess in my fursuit. And then I was struggling to see out of the peekaboo mesh in my Elmo head. And this will become a theme uh, for this particular company, for sure. Oh, it was a fun time. But then Paige's mother pulled us out of the bouncy castle and then whispered, Where's Big Bird? He's late. Will and I didn't know what to say, and we didn't know anything about who Big Bird was. We didn't know how to contact Big Bird. We were completely in these suits and playing with children, and uh, we weren't sure what we should do. 
So we started to set up our balloons and then uh, formed lines and we would ask the children what they wanted us to create for them. I was really good at making poodles <laughs> and any form of animals. And Will, well, he did all the swords and, and hats. And finally, finally, Big Bird arrived. Now, to call this character Big is an overstatement. Because when Big Bird arrived, Big Bird, unfortunately, was no taller than Cookie Monster. And this was duly noted by the party organizer, the mother, who said, is that supposed to be Big Bird? <laughs>